52s and Love Shack. A, because it's nearly Valentine's Day and we all need a little bit of love. <laughs> Stop it with the fingers down the throat, Paula. <laughs> and B, you'll see you in a little bit. Let's play Love Shack. If you see a faded sign at the side of the road that says
Hi, girls. Long time no see. Are we allowed to say Happy New Year whenever you're in February? (laughs) (laughs) Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We could even say Happy New Chinese Year. Is it that soon, is it? Last week was the Chinese New Year. Oh, well, there we go. Year of the, I can't even remember, is it the year of the, either the rabbit or the rat? (laughs) (laughs) So we're beginning with that. (laughs) I think it's the rabbit. Is it the rabbit? I think so. I think that's, yeah. Do you think so, Laura? Well, do you think it's the year of the rabbit, yeah, Laura? I do believe so. <laughs> Would you like to tell us any oh, more about that? I saw Man. something. I saw. I've seen some things online. You know, what I mean, I'm sure it is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you are digging yourself a bigger hole here. Yeah. I saw some things online, honestly. <laughs> so what have we all been up to? What gigs have we been to, Paula? Um, I have. Been to a few, a few local ones. I went to one of the first stands that I ever bought on, I think it actually was cassette tape for, The Adventurers. Every few years they do a, and a final gig and so I went to see them. They actually didn't make it big across the water apart from their song in the late 80s was the number one for Radio 1, Broken Land. You might have heard of that one. I also went to see our good friend's brother, Vice, mm. where back in my local venue, my favourite local venue, and they, oh my goodness, they were good in Belfast in our gig, but they just stepped up a level. I think it was the excitement of playing on the Empire, which is iconic. So they were fabulous. Um, the Pottingers, who I saw in their first gig, and this was their second, and they just stepped up the mark as well the 219 the who again i saw in a an acoustic set they're a blues band so saw them came across the water to see with the loras the superlatives so obviously revivalry and their new lineup were on that jack fletcher band who i have never seen really impressed by them and charlie williams the the lead singer of pretty mafia so that was a really good night Really nice venue, which I know Rob um has taken on. So good luck, Rob, in your adventure that there. I know you've got the drive and enthusiasm to bring bands to that one there, bands and artists. So really hope that takes off for them. Turin Break saw so in Belfast and the 1975. They were probably one of the weirdest acts I've seen, telling Laura E. Eats raw meat, he gyrates around himself. He sort of this first half of it stumbles as if he's, you know, like alcoholic talking to a bottle of like his bottle of alcohol. And then just the second half, it's all the lively stuff. So but they were really good. Now I know they get a bit of a bit of shit, but they they were good now. So yeah, so busy enough. What about you, Laura? Well yeah, so um as Paul has already alluded to, we was we were um up at the little end and see super little. And did you mean to miss off nice guy? Were you just being <laughs> down by me? You know what I mean? <laughs> because nice guy were absolutely superb as a twosome. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's all right. You wanted it. You saved it for me. I know. Yeah, still love you, Laura. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, we had to kind of they they had to mix it up a little bit, and obviously they did um, an acoustic set due to illness. 
and a few other things in the band. But no, they, they did really well. And yeah, it was a really good night, you know, um, the whole thing really well put together. And, and just what echo what Paula said, you know, I think Rob's um, got the driving enthusiasm to make that place, you know, really buzzing. Um, and, you know, just chatting to some of the people, we, we, we bumped into people that we see on the other gig circuit. And that's actually quite near to where they live, you know, and they're really looking for this new music kind of venture. So yeah, I think it, I think it will do really, really well. So yeah, exciting. And of course, there's the ice cream burger before which you can yes. oh yeah. feel of yes you missed out oh my goodness wow i saw the picture of it and i thought what on earth is that <laughs> what was the place called again moonshine moonshine yeah. yes it's a deep fried brioche bun yeah. with ice cream in the middle and then loads of like biscoffy uh, sauce and oh my goodness yeah oh it was gorgeous mm. yeah and we met the owners and they actually came to the gig on the night time as well um because it was rob who actually recommended them wasn't it and so we all went along and and it was just it was just such a nice atmosphere wasn't it you know uh, the linen was um a lovely venue really good access to to the stage and everything it was just such a nice night yeah and very cheap drinks as well yes. Yeah, it's always a bonus, yeah. But yeah, no, and just before, obviously, we're not we've not been together for a while. So, um, just before, just because, again, just like to spice things up a bit. So, um, it I was saying this to Paula over the weekend, really, because we keep saying that we're gonna, you know, just rein it in a little bit, and um, all it seems to be with any of us really is just say one word, and we're convinced, which is which is not really helping each other. No. So it was the um, it was Christmas, and um. Paula just happened to say, oh, have you seen um, that the, the claws are headlining in Birmingham on the 23rd? I was like, yeah, I brought a ticket for us. And she's like, okay, I'm coming over. So this was the 23rd of December. So just, you know, just to add a little bit of spice to it in case Paula couldn't get back for Christmas. So I had a place at home that Paula could have come and joined us for Christmas lunch. <laughs> if I had it been 15 minutes later, I would not have got my flight. So let's just say it was spicy. Yeah. It really was. Yeah, get, get it after we didn't get back till quite late because there was an after party and we did all of that. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, and so I had to get Paula to the airport for six o'clock the next morning. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was interesting. It was, it, it, but we did it and Paula went and had a lovely family dinner. But no, and Candid um, supported and, um, you know, yeah. they absolutely smashed it. Um, it was really, really good, as well as the case who we've seen numerous times. And um, Paula and I finally got to meet. Oh, did you meet? Did Doug? You meet yeah, we did. Yeah, so that was nice. <laughs> um, and Doug actually it was quite nice for him because it's that he says he he doesn't do it very um, very often. He managed. He came and watched the case from the crowd because yeah. backstage. So yeah, and he was. It was just so nice to. I've got a thing about watching parents see their children. Yeah. Um, and just to watch him and then, you know, how, how buzzing he is for all the lads. So, so that was, that was a nice touch. Yeah. So and how good is their, their new song? It's amazing. It's, oh, good. it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, definitely. Beautiful. I know. I've seen a few people say online that it will be one of their favorites, <laughs> even by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it will yep. be like I am playing it. There's I can't stop playing it. <laughs> Apologies to Nice Guy for missing them out earlier on. And this sounds as if I'm looking around them. I still play tonight uh, at least twice a day. I'm obsessed by it. <laughs> it and the K's are two of my songs of the year already. Yeah. and so, But it would be re- remiss of me not to say that I went to Belfast just before Christmas as well. Now... <laughs> some of your listeners might might remember this this was dropped in before and i went to watch ash that's why i went yeah 
Um, and, and you know what? That was amazing. They eat. They literally threw everybody at that oh. gig. Um, even Jimmy Nesbitt came on. A guy from the Undertones played, and they did Teenage Kicks. Honestly, it was brilliant. And uh, yes, and I had a Snow Patrol. I was just gonna say a little bit of a fangirl yeah. moment for Paula when Nathan <laughs> from Snow Patrol came on. And no, it was re- it was a really really good gig. Loved it. Um, and so I kept, I went a day early, and um, I went to watch um, Big Country. Um, and they were really good. They were re- yeah, I really enjoyed them. Um, I knew them. A little bit back in the day, you know, but I was not a biggest fan of Paula, but I really, really enjoyed that. And then I guess the highlight of my trip, I was um, an honorary sister for the day. I joined Paula and her sisters on the Saturday and we went to watch Westlife. Yay! (laughs) And people might know this or not. I'm not a massive fan of ABBA either. And Westlife didn't did a ABBA medley. It was it was a wow. It was yeah. Usually you sit and video the. Um, the the singers. I turned around and there was Laura video me and my <laughs> older sister Wendy. So I'm just I'm just watching your reaction. Yeah, <laughs> was so yeah I'll show you that next when I see you at the weekend. I'll show you. Um, yeah, please, <laughs> sisters, getting down to Westlife feels good. <laughs> oh, brilliant! What about you, Kim? Well, well, um, well, definitely no boy bands here. I've just been following the guitar bands around and yeah. Um, lots of lots of local hometown shows for me. So I started off the year after saying, "Oh, I'm not going to do as many gigs." And then on the sixth of January, I was at a gig <laughs> um, <laughs> to see the Hitlist Boys. So these are young lads from um, Aberdeen who've actually been getting a few good support slots now because they supported the Snuts in Aberdeen last year. They supported Dictator last Friday night. They're supporting Skylights this week. Wow. So they're doing really, really well. And they've said it's not because their music's good. It's just because they just keep asking to be heard. <laughs> I was going to say, I do remember seeing their tweet to the Snuts. Yeah. Saying, Can we sit? And that's what I was going to uh-huh. ask. Was it just of that cheekiness? It's the cheekiness. I mean, they, they are, <laughs> you know... Like on Friday night, and actually Michael from Dictator said um, to Callum, he was like, because Michael had a bit of a sore throat on Friday, and he was like, you're, you're coming here, show me up, you've got a voice of an angel, he said to Callum, and he was just like, oh my God, Michael from Dictator said that about me. <laughs> so no, they're doing really well. So they played a venue that I hadn't been to before called The Cellar in Aberdeen. So Cathers was there with me, and we were meant to be the merchandise queens, but it turned out that was just me, because Cathers just got really drunk and ended up at the front dancing. <laughs> I was in charge of selling the t-shirts which was it went really well and then apart from that I've been at I've been at the tunnels in Aberdeen to there was a a night that was put on by a company called Hit the Road Tours so it was predominantly it's really just for young people Mm -hmm. so it was showcasing um, singers from age 16 to 21 so there was three young girls who were all amazing Um, a girl called Katie Nicholl one called Abby Gordon she was only 16 and she was like a little, she was almost just like a little like pop princess. She was on the on the keyboard. She, her voice is just beautiful. So got to follow her on Instagram because she's not um like released anything yet, but definitely one to watch. And I did share a couple of videos on my Twitter and I can do it again. And then another girl from Aberdeen called Kate. So all just like singer songwriters. Beautiful. It was such a good night and just a shame that there wasn't that many people there. And then I was back at the tunnels to see Robin Ashcroft last week and also our Sylvie who came to Aberdeen and they were there for part of the independent venue week. And again, there was a there was a more of a crowd last week, um, which was really good. And then on the Friday, I went to see Dictator in Aberdeen who came here. 
and put on a put on a show. Some issues with the promotion of it all, but they came and seen us anyway, which was really good. And oh yeah, I also went to King Tut's to see the Raz the beginning of January as well. <laughs> so mostly Scotland at the minute, but I will be making my way around the globe <laughs> as the year goes on. I hope we are going around the globe. <laughs> you LJ, where have you been? Yeah, I um went and met up with Laura and Paula to see all them guys that we've already talked about. To add to that, I went to see the South Martins. Yay. Who, yeah, they are just, oh, honestly, it was lovely. So we all know Andy. Andy's been on on the show and he's he's talked to us before about um, cover bands and things. So I'll try and link that episode in as well in case anybody wants to listen to that. And he had supporting him, Finn Forster. Now, you guys need to see him. I'd heard of Finn and I've never got around to really looking at his stuff or, or, or going to see him. I was blown away. He was acoustic. He was pitch perfect. Absolutely pitch perfect. And he was on at Cuba this week with the full band. And unfortunately, I just I, I couldn't get there this weekend. I, I feel hurt because I really, really wanted to see him. And he actually sold out at Kubar as well. So when I seen him with Kustik with South Martins, he was upstairs of Kubar, which is God, what's it called now? Why will my brain not work? It's upstairs in Kubar. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the social Um and it was it was brilliant. Um it's all done out like a like a like an American diner upstairs. Honestly you you'll get to see it when you when you come in April. But it was brilliant. And the South Martins were doing a really, really intimate gig. So they made sure that they only half filled the place. And they did that on purpose because they were just, they were swapping over singers. They're, they're brilliant every single time I see them. But um, Andy ended up playing guitar. So there wasn't too much dad dancing. But I will post some of his dad dancing. Because <laughs> I think just... I saw on your Instagram. And he was right up close to the camera. Yeah, because he pinched my phone. Um, because he'd had to play guitar because the guitarist had um, tonsillitis. So he'd had to play guitar all night. But then the last two songs, he did some real awesome dad dancing. And I just need to share it with the world. <laughs> I honestly do need to share it with the world. They've been my gigs. So girls, from the gigs that we've seen, who are we going to pick to play a song? Can I would have picked that young girl that I seen, Katie Nichols. She's got a cool song about Converse trainers, but only because I just thought it was something I hadn't heard before. Yeah. I'm obviously going to go with Finn Foster. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I will go with Superlatives coming up to the end of their shenanigans. And I was going to say the same, just because it's, you know, as it's coming towards their end. Which one are we going for? Tora, Tora, Tora is quite lively or altered times. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Tora, Tora, Tora. So will we go that one? Yeah, go on then. Let's have a listen. You said you wanted 
subject of this week is new music and where do we hear it? What radio shows and podcasts? Basically, what are our favourites? Do you have a favourite, Laura? What podcasts? Podcasts and, and, and independent radio shows. Oh, goodness. I... Yeah, there's loads. And I think, you know, during lockdown, we, we, we keep hyping back to this. I listened to loads. I, I'm not going to lie. There was loads of them that I listened to. And, um, and you know, regular, they were kind of like, but I didn't, but I, I will admit, um, since life's kind of getting in the way again, um, between be, being up on, you know, at the gigs and stuff, but also work, I have to do that apparently. Because if I want to go to gigs, I have to get money. <laughs> Although I'm working on that too, guys. So, you know, I'm, I'm up for being a cat lady if, if the offer's right. But, um, you know, uh, so uh, I, I will admit I don't listen to much, but, you know, there are some that I do try and listen to regular. So um, and I like the ones that I like. Uh, guess what? I like talking, you know, so the <laughs> ones that kind of do um, interviews and things. I, I really enjoy those. So uh, it sounds like I'm just bigging up my own because I was on it the other week. But um, RGM magazine, I think they always do really good. And they have some really good guests. I always try and listen to um, Fantastical, which we've all been on. Um, yeah. And again, because I, I really like to hear interesting stories about people and then um i obviously listen to um the listen up guys because that's a nice blend of often interviews and then a bit of new music as well as then a debate about you know songs and stuff and 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 i listen to a lot of new music shows but i guess i do listen to a lot of music they're probably not ones i always go to that's not because i don't think they're good i think they're you know they are really good Um, but i like yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm easy, you know what I mean? And often it's because if I'm on Twitter um, and I see someone's posted it, then I'll, I'll listen. I'll log on and I'll listen to it. But yeah, unfortunately, life gets in the way. And I'm not just saying this because Paula's here, but things like some might say, something that's something that's really different, you know, a panel show that's just a bit funny. Um, and again, seeing different sides to people. Music in as well, doesn't it? And that's the nice part about it is it brings that new music community into it as well while getting to know the people. Yeah, exactly that. And so that's, I suppose that's kind of my slant. That's not, you know, and I do listen to other shows as well. The thing is, though, I'm I'm really, I am, hands up, guys. You know, if I listen to you, I do talk to you about it. But there's a fear here that the the people I list, I'm going to miss people. And so I'd sooner put links out later um, to, to, you know, to the genuine people that I listen to. And that's, you know, because I think, yeah, just because I don't want to, I don't want to miss anybody out, I'll be honest. But um, yeah, there is, there's plenty of great shows out there. And, but I think, you know, there has been some talk, hasn't there, lately? And I'm sure we'll go on that. You know, listeners are going down, and that's not because yeah. people don't want to listen. It's just because people people are busy. But, you know, hopefully that's not disheartening to people too much because particularly those that do champion new music, as we all do, um, you know, there's always going to be a place for that. Um, so hopefully people aren't, aren't too disheartened. Yeah, I mean, I, I made the decision this week with Loud and Lush to take it down to an hour for a couple of reasons, because... It takes me, it's like another day's work. It is literally, by the time I listen to all the music people have sent me and then decide which is going to go into the show and then pull them all onto the laptop from the links that people have given me and then bring anything else in, you know, find other songs that people have released that haven't sent me them to build everything up and then to sit down and record it and then to edit it and then to drop it all in you you are talking nearly five to six hours worth of extra like it's just another day's work for me and it was just getting too much to do the whole two hours and and as you said the the listeners have dropped off because 
um, everybody's back to normal life. People just don't have the time anymore. Uh, you know, during lockdown when we were just sat thinking, right, well, what's to do now? You know, people's people's lives have changed again, and 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 my life's changed again. So I made that decision this week to drop it down to an hour so that I can still champion the new music, but just you know, I've just had to change it around a little bit. So Kimberly, what about you? What what would be your be your go tos? Um, I think well, you know, obviously what Laura said there about just there's so much music, and I think like the music community, like that's that is where I get all of my stuff from. And you know, I think because we do the like the shuffle play roulette, even you know, sometimes yeah. I'll see a song on that and I'll think I don't know that, so I'll I'll just press play and I'll listen to it. Like the daily playlist that that people put out, you know, the various radio shows that I I do still try to listen to quite a few of them. Or because you get the catch up like function, so if I've maybe missed something of an evening because I've been at the football or whatever, then I will just try and put stuff on. And you know, I do a bit of driving like with my work, so sometimes I'll I'll just put something on when I'm in the car and I'm heading out the road or whatever. But I do religiously listen to the Fantastical podcast and that would be one that I think for me um I just think that Steve's like a real natural around it you know he does his research about the people before they come on you can tell that by the things that he's talking to people about you know we've all been on it he's made us feel really welcome and and I think with that one because there isn't music actually played in it if you're hearing stuff that people are picking for their lineup and you think oh I don't know that then I will go and have a look um he does put the Spotify like list on at the end so um I'll check stuff out there and obviously our Paula with the, the sun might say, because that again, you know, it's just, it's just a bit different and you get to find out about the people that you're listening to as well. And I really like that. Yeah. And just like friends as well. People send me stuff or maybe things that I've read, like there's the, the weekend or, um, sort of Scottish music, uh, like magazine and Twitter account and, you know, I'll have a look on there. Like they did like a top 23 for 23 of people to watch. So that, that kind of thing I'll pick up, but I do get a lot of stuff just like sent through, you know, um, like I know you all know Apollo and I want to confess that he is alive at the moment he's not playing around <laughs> on Twitter but he's just like he is again he's like say hello he, he's just working away just now so he's he sends me a lot of stuff and I'll just like pick up things or you get like your discovery playlist because you've listened to something yeah. so then you'll pick stuff off of that so yeah I do use like playlists and stuff quite a lot as well so but I I wouldn't be where I am now if it wasn't for all the like Twitter like before that I didn't listen to anything that I listen to now, yeah. you know, so it's been really good for that. So for me, I just want to say a little something about From the Holler because it's From the Holler's been a little bit quiet and um, there's sort of only me and Kim really, really doing any shows on there at the moment to keep that going. And we all know that that is because of the lovely April Ray being quite poorly right now. And I just want to say an amazing mention to her because she's finally started some treatment and is hopefully on some form of road to recovery. So hopefully we'll be able to hear her beautiful voice back on the radio at some point soon. Um, and if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here right now doing the things that I'm doing and being this champion for new music. So I just want to send her getting on don't cry. <laughs> My love because I miss her, miss her on the show. And I think that was one of the things that made everything so nice um with doing Loud and Lush because we bounce off each other and we still do and we still talk 
almost daily. Um, but it's just really, really difficult for her to be able to do that right now. And yeah, I just kind of, she's still running things. She still has that radio station going to be able to promote everybody in the new mu- music industry. And I think she just needs a big round of applause for that. Yeah, send lots of love to April. Lots yeah. of love to April. Definitely. And while you're people? just composing yourself, Laura, Paula, do you, do you go to reg- any regular podcasts? Laura, it sounds like I wrote like a parrot for you. I like, I'll, so I'll keep it short. Uh, I like again, I like stories. So I like hearing things behind things. So fantastical, listen up. Probably one that nobody has mentioned is a podcast called Where's My Hit Single? which um the the premise behind this is this is a a guy that has a, a history a producer and then he's sort of just looking into how, what actually makes um a song like talking about Spotify as a promotion so i think there's about 9 episodes i'm on number 7 at the minute so that's a really interesting one but even and again like you i don't have the time to listen to things and you know I think sometimes now that work has got so heavy I just want to come in and listen to like watch and like meaningless tv really rather than going to to one of the the shows but radio release would be one I know um that would be one that I would go to you know on the like the the Friday morning or even Saturday and even those daily um those daily lists as well are quite a good one but can I just also mention because I am a bit of a reader there are two local ones that sort of promote very much um up and coming artists the one um from Northern Ireland I'm so I subscribe to their email so it's called Cord Blossom so that's a, a Northern Ireland based one and then also Hot Press which are a Dublin based one so like the the scene down there is really thriving at the minute, you know, um, like somebody's child, absolutely loving that. And I think it, it was a few months ago, it was just an article about them that I'd read through Hot Press. So I'd sort of find, find that one up there. So, yeah, so that's what that's where I get my stuff from. So we asked some of our listeners about their favourites and we, we got a really, really good response to this. So do you want to do you want to start us off with a couple, Laura? Yeah. So a lot of people kind of mentioned um, some of those that we've already said, but also um, a couple of people have mentioned Sam Shiner's show, um, Ad Hansen's show, Away Day Radio, Old Indie Kick. Honestly, uh, people have been really, really complimentary. Yeah. You got a couple of messages, Laura. But yeah, a lot of the things that we said, and you know that they still avidly listen. Um, but equally, um, life's just again just a little bit different. So they're finding different ways to still get involved, but they do appreciate it. And you know, you've already alluded to, but a lot of people are suggesting that they they also like the daily playlist, and they'll often listen to either what's recommended by um, you know pre- presenters or you know or other ways. Kim, have you got any? Um, yeah, I think well, the ones that Laura's mentioned, we're getting a a lot of shout outs. Actually, the um, Dan Porter's Happy Hour got a few mentions because I think that that brought a lot of people to to kind of the Twitter music community and the um the pub crawl stuff earlier on. Um Sophie as well, uh Purple Mac and I think I saw something that I thought was just a lovely quote that Gary, one of our, our main yeah. listeners. Hello Gary. Hi Gary. Hi Gary. <laughs> he said he said Twitter is a treasure trove of bands and artists. So I thought that was really nice. Um yeah, but and a lot of people were were talking about some might say as well. 
Yeah, yeah. There was a few saying about what some might say. So Graham mentioned what Ricky said. Um, I was Sir David on Raw Radio and the Unheard Indie from Graham. And the RGM magazine, is that the one you were on, Laura, the podcast? Yeah, is that, yeah, yeah RGM. Yeah. I think even if you sort of go above the level of the, the ones that we like, you know, you're talking about your Radio X there. Um, your is it Jim? What's the Scottish guy? Kimber is it Jim Gallaty? Yeah, ga- yeah. Just to be very into promoting, even you know, sort of snuts level and snuts, like a yeah. you know junior ones. Um, is it Jim Silverton? Um, Steve Lamac, even a local one across the line at both radio and TV. I suppose Annie Mac, whenever she. Did, mm-hmm. like her show you know like if you're talking about those ones with more of a like a national reach yeah. as such yeah and then yeah. I'm not sure if we've said these ones so AD had said old indie kid and this is the music and of course in your ears <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like the music never stops there's just there's so much always something to listen to isn't there definitely for the new music community and the independent scene so one of the other questions that we asked was about how people heard music back in the day. How did people get access to all this new music that we've got now? So we put that out to some of our listeners. Well, Radio 1 Roadshow, (laughs) whenever it rolled Um, out, it would have been one uh, across the line, which I've mentioned. And TGI Friday was, it always seemed to have like up and coming acts so they were sort of three that you know if you're not talking about magazines which we've discussed before they were three other ones because that that came up quite a lot they were saying like the the magazines the um enemy and melody maker and things like that yeah a few people said um gigs lg like simon said um simon says The um the gig scene in Cambridge was very good, and I think Mo- Moby said as well about actually like just going to like smaller indie clubs. Um, he also talked about the music press, and a in, in yeah. London, I think he said the Time Out paper, which is yeah, in London, it's and just word word of mouth. Well. Yeah, John Peel as well. You know, yeah. for a lot of people was another one. Um, yeah, I mean, um, mine was through um, magazines mainly, as as we've said before, but um, used to always go to the enemy tours. Yeah. Um, I used to kind of go to as many as those I can. Again, that was I suppose that was the big showcase for new music back in the day. That that's kind of where you'd you'd get your first listen to bands. Um, you know, and I've seen I've seen quite a few people on there that went on. To, actually, some of my favourites um, that went on then to become I suppose bigger named, I guess. But yeah, it was it was a lot of it was word of mouth, wasn't it? And, and particularly when I was a teenager, a lot of it was um, who your mates were listening to. Yeah. Um, and it was like, oh, have you heard this? You know, and then um, because because I live in a small town, um, getting access to gigs wasn't as easy as, um, you know, so I wasn't able to travel. At, you know, the cities nearest to me are Leicester and Nottingham and both are about 20 miles away. So uh, you weren't able to do that. And it was more of a, an event, a massive event. So you used to go to big gigs, you know, rather than the small independent because I didn't live locally enough. But uh, yeah, I think I think there's much more opportunities, particularly for um, people to get around and hopefully... Hopefully we're getting back to, and we've covered this before, but safer places for young people to go and experience new music. Mm -hmm. Even, Laura, it's not that, like, we can, because of YouTube and because of TikTok and all of that stuff, and even songs being used in shows, like, you, we could be listening to a band from, like, downtown LA, 
and that you know you necessarily wouldn't have unless they were massive and they appeared on top of the pops or something like yeah. that there this is like mm-hmm. you know a wee gig like um velvet starlings for example haven't overly made it big back there yet but they've got like a really big support over here just via the you know tinternet and i think getting along to the support bands as well like and and you you see a lot of people saying that now you know like get along and you'll maybe just hear hear something that you didn't expect um so that that's really good helen said record fairs now has anybody been to a record? I have, I have, but it, it cost me too much money, um, Laura. I can't go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> can't go. So that's where she got a lot of hers from, and yeah, a lot. Of, Corey said once again, gigs and watching support bands, which was just an absolute. But we had a really good mu- We had a really good record shop here, and they they really pushed new music. So when you went in, say like you were looking, I don't know I was going in for the latest Oasis album, whatever. They'd go, "Oh, if you like that, have you heard?" You know, and they yeah. they had that conversation with you. So they were where you would go and kind of try and hear new things. Um, and obviously, you could get the headphones on and listen to a new album. You know, yeah. it was quite. It was a big movement where that's that's not there anymore. Um, yet, yeah, like you said, we have got um, the internet, which. It, which exposes to even more but that kind of you know that friendly person who can kind of just get a vibe of what you like and i suppose that's what that's what the, the you know um spotify and youtube and that are trying to replicate um, a virtual version but yeah I, I suppose that was my other go-to what other ones we did we have oh, i think this is this is actually my favorite quote because there was people that said like indie chart shows which I suppose that you had on on the radio back then and Snub TV, I've never heard of that one. And Rapido. Um that's the one of the things that Moby came up with. But I think this was my favourite quote from Mick. And he says <laughs> You just fucking found it. <laughs> you just fucking found it. Sounds like Mick. <laughs> Apparently it fucking appeared and you enjoyed it. And he said, one of the most important things ever, always paddle your own canoe. <laughs> and Mick Quirley does that. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was just like, oh, when I listened to it. <laughs> anyway, girls, I think it's about time we invited our guest on, don't you? I think so. I think so. And this week we're speaking to none other than Shaq. How are you doing? <laughs> Thanks for asking. I'm really happy to be on the podcast with you all, so thanks for having me. <laughs> so not only are you an artist in your own right, but you're also the presenter of our great BBC Tees Introducing, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I am. I, I, not for, I haven't been for long, but yeah, um, it's been been a good few months. Doing really, really well. You've sort of picked it right back up again, haven't you, where uh, Rianne left off? Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I had some big uh, shoes to fill. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How long was how long was she on the show for? Um, I'm I'm sure it was a couple of years, and she worked as a, the producer on the show for with Bob Fisher before that. So she was a part part of it for probably I'd say a good five years or more. Yeah. Have you heard much from her? Is she doing all right? Yeah, well, Rianne's at Sage Gateshead doing great things there, so she's still really involved in the the music scene. So she's still doing what she loves. So I'm really happy for her as well. How does it feel you having your music played on BBC Introducing and now having that sort of switched around and being the person playing people's music? Um, yeah, well, it's, it's, it is, it's got too many hats these days. And I <laughs> to go quite literally, but uh, it was a transition that I was happy to, to take on because 
you kind of live vicariously through them. So when I get these big opportunities and I can give it to an artist, like we had um, an artist from Hartlepool called Docs debut upload, and I sent it over to BBC Six, and it was played on Steve Lamac's show debut song, and it almost felt like it was my song as well. You know, it, it gives me like a lot of joy just to be able to um, help artists and just provide them with some opportunities because I, I know exactly how it feels to to feel like there's there is no opportunity. So when you get to to help an artist, it's quite fulfilling. I think that's what Laura had said whenever she had originally said about you being a guest, about how passionate you are about your local area and about Middlesbrough and, you know, even with your documentaries and things. So I suppose, like, as you said, if you find somebody, you're buzzing for the rest of the country and for them to go off as well, which is nice. Yeah, literally. And there is so much talent here. And I think we just we just don't get enough attention for like the good things about this area. It's always the bad like, we get a lot of bad press, don't we? And are we the worst place in the UK to live or something? <laughs> I think you said that, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. And then I love a palm or like. And oh well, God! The palm oh, like, Laura had her first palm oil. What did you think of the palm oil, Laura? Yeah, it was grand. I loved it. Very <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, good. Like I, I love a palm oil. Like have one as many times as I can, but we're more than a palm over here as well. Like they were like I remember seeing banners in Middlesbrough like what like we are we are a palm. I'm sure it said we are a palm or something. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Like we're more than just this food. And I'm the first one to say, have you tried a palm or yet or something? But there's just more to to us here than than just a palm or. <laughs> oh, where I'm from, we we just pork pies, so I know I know how it feels. So it's all right. <laughs> so I guess you kind of like get a bit of a sense of pride because I know, like, you know that you you've got my job at BBC introducing. Um, <laughs> not that I was going to bring that up or anything um, but yeah you kind of like me I get a real sense of pride of of, of bringing somebody somebody new and um, and people actually really vibing off something that you can bring them that they've never heard before and people really getting on board with it and, yeah. and really taking notice of somebody and you get just that absolute sense of pride with I think there's just there is just so much talent here that just doesn't get the attention it deserves and coming up from the, in the same scene I'm still an artist myself it's like I know what these artists need yeah I've put my own stuff aside basically for this but um, it's been worth it and where do you go then to get your stuff? Is it is it to the BBC introducing site, or would you actively be you know out at the weekends sourcing new stuff then? Well, yeah, I'm I'm out, I'm out and about as well, going to as many gigs as I can. But the, we have an uploader, so all the artists will put it, the music through the uploader, and then we can go through the music from there. So um, it's set up pretty nice in that sense, where we you know the music comes to us. Mm-hmm. Is there a wee bit more of an individual choice? Because I sometimes, in my head, think BBC, you know, there's very much that playlist that you have to stick to. But, oh, yeah. you know, are you, do you get a good bit of flexibility then with your show to, to put on something you like? Well, yeah, that, that's a good thing. So um, a lot of people get into the radio because they love music, don't they? And we've got a lot of uh, presenters at BBC and all the other local radio stations. They get a set playlist and they're not allowed to change the music. Uh, the introducing show is the only show where, well, uh, literally the, the presenter gets to curate the actual playlist. So it's a blessing in that way. And 
I, I think the music that we play would hold up with with any other station. Yeah, so it's it's good in that sense. Have you got places that you would go and like see people? Because I read a bit about your your EP launch night that you did that and you sold it out in your hometown. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to ask, like, where you know where was that and how did that feel for you at that point in time? Yeah, that, that, so I was in 2018 now, and um, it was at a place called The Lobby in Middlesbrough. I don't know if it's still there. <laughs> but, there's a lot of places closing down, isn't it? But, um, but it was like one of the first shows I've, I started doing, like big show that I'd done, and it was a really proud feeling just seeing seeing the room filled up. So, oh, And yeah. did you manage to do that yourself, or did you get support to, to obviously organise all of that? Yeah, no, it was all done myself. So when I first uh, brought music out, I I just went on a, a spree of I sent everybody my music, all the presenters at BBC, and I don't think my music was played on Tees until it was played on another station first. So I had to like force my way in. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and sure, I, I put yeah, I put my own gig on yeah, to show I can do it. You know, I was getting gigs, but I wanted to be on the on the festivals, the local festivals. So I, the, the way it, I showed them that I can. There's a reason that you know why why they should they should book me. Basically. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a, it was a good time. It sounds like a good like piece of advice though, because um, we you know we get a lot of listeners and um, you know people that are starting out and just wanting to know what's the best way to do it. So that sounds like it's worked for you. Yeah, sometimes you just have to kick down the doors. <laughs> <laughs> but it, so, it, it, it's uh, difficult. The music scene's difficult, but um, you know. Music's subjective and it's just somebody sat behind a computer with their opinion. Like, like I'm just sat behind and it's my opinion at that time. It doesn't mean that the music's not good if I don't play it. But one thing you can't ignore is somebody having a lot of impact. So if they don't, if I thought, if they don't like my music, well, I'm going to make sure they know, they, they, they won't have a choice but to play me. So I think that's the best thing for artists. If they, if they feel like they're not getting the attention they deserve, maybe it's just to go and do, do something yourself. Like get, do your hometown gig. And try your best to get out all your friends, but whoever you can, get them there, fill it out. Yeah, I was just going to ask you that actually, because obviously being on both sides, so you know how disappointing it is if if a presenter decides not to listen or not not to kind of interact or play the song. Um, and so I'm just thinking how, obviously knowing both sides, how do you manage that? Is there an opportunity for you to give any feedback to them, or is it as cut as dry as going, sorry, you just you're just not on. Yeah, well, no, we can't get. We haven't got a channel to give feedback, which I'd love to do sometimes. But I don't know if that would just might create. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But I, I would. There's been many times where I would have loved to have gave some feedback to an artist, like maybe just need to clean up the mix a little bit, just little details like that. But I haven't been able to. But to be honest, um, saying that, I, I actually have reached out personally to some artists to tell them the mix needs to be a little bit better and they've, they've sub- resubmitted it and then I've played it. So. I know you said there that you, you you didn't get that opportunity, but actually um, I came to a conference with you um, at the start of Twisterella Festival. Yeah. And everybody, if people are listening, there you have an opportunity to do that. So what they do is we those group sessions where we you get a chance to talk to people um like Shaq and people who organize festivals and um the artists can come along and talk to all these people. Then they have the opportunity to um play their music for all the guests and, and you guys actually give them some feedback at that point, don't you? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that was actually really interesting that um but that's not something we can do well. 
it's not something that happens all the time, but it would be great if things things like that were were more common. And uh, to be honest, um, there's a, there is quite a lot going on in our area at the moment in terms of like workshops and stuff like that. So there's a lot of people putting in a, a lot of hard work, but it, it would be good to be able to give more feedback, I guess, especially if uh, people you know like want that type type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just think that I don't think there's that many people know about that workshop. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think it needs to be sort of like really pushed out there for the artists to come along because it is for anybody and anybody can put their music in. They don't have to be playing at Twisterella or anything like that. And it's a really, really good learning opportunity. And I don't think that there's actually that many people that know about it. Mm -hmm. I really think that that needs to be like pushed a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, we need to definitely raise more awareness that these things are happening. And there's also um, Tease Music Alliance as well. They're they're pushing lots and lots of workshops yeah. too, aren't they? Yeah, they, yeah, they're doing great stuff. I, I think they've got some coming up in February. Mm-hmm. So, and and most of them are free to go to. Yeah. So there is no reason like not to go to these things, especially if if you want to build your name up on a local scene. You just you just you just have to get to know some people, don't you? Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, because you you see everybody at these workshops, don't you? I, I remember I went I went to them as well just just a few years ago, and then next thing you know, you you're doing them yourself. So yeah. I mean, it's like you know, it's not often that people would actually get to to meet you in person. You know, the person who who is able to actually get their music onto a radio station, and especially some something such uh, so prestigious as the BBC. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're there to be able to do that. So if they know that you're going to be there, it's a really good opportunity to come and shake your hand and say who they are, and you know, and get yeah. to know you. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's it's important. Networking so important, and you have to utilize those type of things, especially if they're free. Even if you have to pay, just whatever you whatever you have to do, you just got to do it. Sometimes. Would you say Shaq is your first love still? The music or yeah. the presenting? Is it getting a bit more in your blood? But it's the music is always my first love, and I'm just lucky that the the show specializes in music because. It'll be it's very I've done a, like a normal standard radio show and it's very difficult for me because I'm not that passionate about talking about myself but when it comes to talking about the the music scene in Teesside and County Durham and North Yorkshire then it, it gets me going. So you did something quite big with Steve Lamack just recently, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that, that felt like a good yeah. So he he was on tour for Independent Venue Week and he was at Coo Stockton so. Got a chance to to do an interview with him and see see how a, a legend does it. It was good to see see him in action. Actually, <laughs> did you learn anything from that? Then he's just a real smooth operator. He's, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so it was it was great to see him do his thing. And he has everything on paper still. Like even the, he gets texts and he still reads them off paper and stuff. He's real old school. I think was it was it the murder capital were they? At? I think they were at um, Q Bar were the manager yeah. and the yeah. Yeah, they were insane. After, uh-huh. in, do you know what's the, the next day they went on tour in Europe? So <laughs> yeah, it was the last point before they went into Europe, and the crowd was crazy. It's like seeing locals at a show like that. I was like, wow, that's it's like it's something. It's you're like you're a bit taken back. But on Saturday, it was almost identical for Finn Foster, and I don't know if that's equally as impressive or or even more impressive because he had he had the same crowd they had, and I was like. Something's got to give there. He completely sold out, doesn't he? 
Mm. And he had him in the palm of his hand, so maybe he's the next one to tour Europe, so he's one to keep an eye out on. We travel all over the place, so the girls will get to see him at some point, and especially if he's yeah. on at Stockton Calling, because you're on at Stockton Calling, aren't you? Oh. Uh, no, I've got a stage, so I've got an introducing oh, stage. Okay, you've got the introducing stage. Yeah, at Stickies. I, I think it's the best stage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really do, but it's, we've got, um, have you heard of Comparison before? Yes, yeah, we've seen Comparison, well I have. Well, they're, they're our reverse headliner opening the stage. And which then their head, headline and quality. Uh, so we've got them opening our stage. We've got, oh God, I hope I don't miss anyone. We've got Esme, who's from Stockton as well. Via, incredible. The Collectors, oh no, Luke Royalty, Sarah Johnson, Frankie Joblin, and Michael Gallagher. Were you the one that chose the accent for your stage or were they suggested or? Did you have a pot that you could choose one side of, or what way does that work? Yeah, I got I got to cho- got to choose the acts, so I, I chose them. And it was like who was available because some some acts that I that we brought to attention, like Rami Kari, Common Courtesy, they got snapped up. I wanted them from my stage, but <laughs> yeah, they got snapped up straight away. So there was a lot there was a lot of acts, but yeah, um, it's it's good. We also picked um, Funky Juno for Murder Capital and Mount Misery for the Philip Selway gig at Georgian Theatre. So we've been putting artists on at a load of places. When do you have time to do anything else? Because you're presenting, you seem to be promoting, you seem to be gigging, <laughs> yeah. you're eating your parvos, so Yeah, yeah, a lot too many. <laughs> <laughs> and what what music do you personally what's in your ears at the moment? You know, um, I, I am a rapper, but I don't really listen to rap as much anymore, which is strange, but um, I, f- I find it in- inspiration from a lot of things, so I'm just always digging for new types of music. Um, Can I recommend one for you from my side of the pond? Yeah. Um, it's a, a, well, it's, a, it's one guy, but I think it is like a band, um, Somebody's Child. Their album is just out at the moment, and honestly, it's superb. I would definitely <laughs> recommend it now. Somebody's child. Somebody's child. And where are they from? Um, he's from Dublin, but they're actually um, they're they're touring in March, and then I think the the tour sold out. So they announced today that they're coming back again to some places in England in November time. So definitely oh. check. He would be one to check out. We can yeah. throw so many into the mix, can't we? We've just, because we have literally travelled from one end of this country to the other, <laughs> seeing people. And it the first thing is, we, we, me and Laura saw a comparison. It was in London, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Yeah, Rewired we were at, weren't we? Well, um, yeah, they were, they were in London. A Leeds <laughs> one and a, and a London one. But that was, that's a really, really good one to go to. We've been to it two years running, haven't we? But uh, just that I think they have about, I mean, it's only in one place. So there's about 13 acts on just one after the other upstairs, downstairs, upstairs, back and downstairs. But it's it's really, really good. And we've met so many fantastic people at, at that one, actually. And yeah, yeah it's funny. Nice. I don't really get out of the, the northeast enough yeah. uh, <laughs> to see, see all these other, other bands. But I listen to the other introducing shows and I know the quality is just insane all over the country. So that's the one you need to listen to. Loud and lush. <laughs> Loud and lush, my show. Because mine is everywhere. <laughs> and obviously, yeah. Shaq, the BBC introducing has been in the news a wee bit yeah. the last few weeks about, you know, the uncertain future there. 
yeah, would that um, be like a real like devastating for the you know the the new music scene if you know the the funding was withdrawn? Yeah, well, I, I don't know how much I can I can talk about it. To be, I don't know why I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm innocent. <laughs> I'm innocent. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know how much I can talk about it. To be honest, but um, yeah, it looks like the, the plans are, the plans are to merge merge regions. So I just hate to make the most of every day. Mm. To be honest, some things when they're out of your control is just no. I can't. I just don't have the energy to stress about it. <laughs> Thing is, but you can see that you're genuinely passionate. So you know you'll just move on to something else if you know, know. If things. If the worst comes to worst, you can be the fifth well, yeah. member of the Shits and Giggles team. Yeah. <laughs> this is so much fun, and we, I've got things in place for for emerging artists still with Tease Music Alliance. We, I don't know if I can announce it, but I'm just going to it anyway. But. <laughs> yeah. We've got do a it, do it. In place for August. I, I really don't think I should have said it, but we're in. We're in too deep now. But <laughs> that's all in place, and it's just for emerging artists. So it's artists wow. that like, within the first few couple of years of the a couple of years, it doesn't matter like where they're from, how old they are, race, whatever. It's just um, if they've just started or not within the first couple of years, and then it's not just like this pretentious awards. There's like things in place for everybody so for development which is which is amazing so tease music alliance will be providing packages to artists you know recording advice professional advice all this type all these type of things so um there's there's stuff to look forward to still yeah absolutely so our show today has been about um a little bit about our like people's favorite podcasts and radio shows and things like that and the people that they listen to to get new music and independent music where would be before you were in uh, bbc introducing where would you have gone to to find new music i'm terrible honestly i'm actually terrible for for finding new music and stuff like that i just have to get get what's given to me. Like I take what's given to me in a way and well like the best place is to maybe just playlists and stuff like that. Apple music, Spotify and things just to go through as many much new music as you can. And you see that's one place that actually hasn't been picked up on because we ask questions every every week and and you know we try and get all the, our listeners involved and get them to say where they find things and we've had lots and lots of interaction with this but that's one place where people have actually not mentioned and it's actually somewhere where I go to get a lot of my new music for the show and things like that so if if I'm sort of like if I haven't had like 26 or 28 songs sent in to me that week I will then look at my own playlists Go to the bottom, and then it gives you the artists that they recommend from that. Yeah, I found so many people from that; it's unreal. Yeah, you can. There's, you've got literally new music playlists, so and it's just artists that you've probably never heard, like full playlists of artists you've never heard of and, yeah. and stuff like that. But I just go YouTube and stuff. I just go on tangents sometimes, just going a rabbit hole of listening to music and never remembering what the name of the song and who who sang it. <laughs> 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 they all have to go into a playlist otherwise I'll never remember them because the girls know what my <laughs> memory's like <laughs> mine's terrible as well so Shaq I've just seen just before we came on air I see that you've just tweeted out saying that um, you've got something exciting about to happen um, I believe it's something you're best yet 
Yeah, I did. I just, I, I haven't checked on that yet. Um, <laughs> I've got, um, I've been working on music for a while now and I've had to put things on the side, but I've put it back to the forefront. So I've been working on my new single and I'm just really, I'm really excited to, to get it out. It's been almost, I think it's been over a year since I released a single now. So it's, uh, do you know when you don't do something for so long and you build up that pressure? Yeah. <laughs> and there's like a pressure now of, of, oh, you have to get back in the swing of it, don't you? And you have to just put something out and build from it. But I've left it so long, I put, the pressure's just been getting higher and higher and the expect but I've managed to, to nail something that I'm really, really happy with. So we're going to take it from there. I was going to say, when do you think it'll be ready to for the world to listen? Um, probably about a month. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I want, I want a music video as well. So and I, I want the music video to be really, really... Like, yeah. <laughs> Palmo, yeah? Yeah, yeah I don't, <laughs> lots of Palmos in the yeah. video. <laughs> I, think, I think you've got to get Paula in your music video because she looks cool tonight with her hat on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a real cool cap to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, we can sort that out. But uh, yeah, very reasonable prices, Shaq. I take a, a, a plane over and give me a parmo and let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. So, are you in? Are you in Dublin at the moment? I know I'm in Belfast. Oh, that's where I was born. Oh, really? Yeah, I was. I was born in. But it's weird, isn't it? I was born in Belfast. Yeah. I would not have guessed that at all. Do you have relatives? No, no, no. Do you do you have relatives still over here? No, my my dad moved over there for for work, uh-huh. um, and then they moved moved back over. Well, they moved over to Middlesbrough when I was a baby. So my sister used to have the Irish accent, but that, I I wasn't old enough to. Yeah, remember. yeah. Well, there's a good scene um over here as well. So and there's some really good shows um across the across the line is a really good one. And there was um, Phil Taggart. He obviously oh, did, you know, the the BBC introduction for yeah. for a while. There, Gemma Bradley as well. Yeah. Oh, is, is Gemma Bradley from Belfast as well? She's for, and she's a singer like yourself. Yeah, yeah, I knew so she, she. Yeah, yeah. I met I met her at um, an event they done recently, but um, didn't know she was from Belfast. Uh huh. Well, maybe just outside. I think she's maybe Dundonald, but yeah, definitely from. Can I say I'm from Belfast? <laughs> you have to work on your accent a wee bit. <laughs> I'm going to change with Shaq. I can just Seamus. We can call me Seamus. <laughs> it is absolutely mental when you think about us four and like the fact that we live absolutely nowhere near each other. <laughs> and yet every weekend, I think two of us are together at least almost. That week. <laughs> Yeah, you're all well. Few of you are in Scotland this week, so that's good. Yeah. Miss Paula, but yeah, yes, Paula. Well, you, you've got the UK boxed off. Uh, yeah. Has anyone from Wales? No. No. We did go over there, mind, but <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been, we went seen there. Jackson Lucet when he was playing and uh, Megan Wynn. Yeah, we don't see them at Wrexham, but we'll, I mean, we were just really looking out for Ryan Reynolds, weren't we? Oh yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I would be too. <laughs> I think Shaq, you need to come back on after the song's been out and sort of tell it from an artist's point of view, whether yeah, it's yeah, lived no, up to your expectations. Yeah, there's um, you get 
I don't know what the word is, but um, after you release a song, it's, there's normally a crash. I don't know what the the euphoria and the, and yeah, like the, the burn. Yeah, it's like an adrenaline dump. Uh, so I'll come back with the blues, but no, hopefully, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to releasing a song, so hopefully come back with a lot of good news. And the good thing is, you'll have a load more contacts now as well, so you know fine well it's going to do awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. We'll see, we'll see. It, might, it might be the opposite, you never know. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but yeah, I really appreciate it. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited just to, to release music again. You won't have released anything while you've been doing BBC Introducing them, will you? No, nothing. Mm. Yeah, it's been, it's been over a year now, so... Have you got many more gigs booked in? No, I didn't want to do any gigs this year until I had new music. Um, But Finn asked me to to do that gig with him, and I went to school with Finn and stuff, and I couldn't say no. So, so no no gigs booked in at the moment. But we got the Stockton calling stage, which feels like my own gig. Yeah, we'll be there. We'll come see you. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. It's, it's going to be a great. It's, it gets sweaty in there, though. It really does get really sweaty in there. So it's nice. like it's a bit like it's a it's like anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in Sticky Fingers. Actually, it's the only one of the venues that I haven't been in. Yeah, it's it's good once it's filled in. It's got a real atmosphere to it. So um, yeah, if let me know if you enjoy yourselves when you come. <laughs> no, we'll tell you. It's about it because then the next show that we do, it'll get brought up because um, that's what we do. We go, we go to gigs and we talk about shit about it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, there's it's a lot of good artists, so that I know they'll bring the energy. Yeah, it'll be really, really good fun. We can't wait. We've been talking. How long have we been talking about going to that? It's been months, but it feels like months, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <laughs> And then our big one after that is uh, Kendall. We're back at Kendall, aren't we? Yep, certainly are. <laughs> is on, oh, I think there's a few artists from the northeast on that on that lineup as well. Is, oh. it, Kendall, is it Kendall calling? Yeah, yeah. And Frankie Joblin from Newcastle's on the lineup there as well. Who's going to be on the Stockton Calling stage? All right, yeah. Cool. Is Tom A. Smith? Is he from your neck of the woods? He's from Newcastle as well. Yeah, he's doing well at the minute. Oh, yeah, he's flying. He seems like a real good lad as well. Mm-hmm. It's nice to see. I think he's only like 18 or something like that, so it's nice. And then, good yeah, and Andrew, Andrew Cushion would be another one that we have seen a few times, and he just really seems to be taken off, you yeah. know, at the moment. Yeah, there's a few, isn't there now? It, mm-hmm. it seems like there's been a shift. Hopefully we see more artists, but it might be from the... Um, I was going to say Sam Smith there. I was going to say the Sam Fender effect. I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Sam Fender, yeah. So it's great to see somebody just proud to be from from where they are, where they're from. So it it obviously has a massive impact on the rest of the area. It's absolutely mental for us when we go to these things to to see people are actually friends with, aren't we? When we go to these things and we see them playing, because Kendall Collin last year, we had quite a few of our friends playing, didn't we? Um, so like Apollo Junction, we are oh, all guys, don't we? Uh, Silver Bars, um, who else was with it? Oh, the Hacienda's were playing Revivalry. It's <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago now. <laughs> I've never been. I've never, is it a good festival? Oh yeah. yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I've never been. The last festival I went to was Lindisfarne Festival, which is another local one. I don't know if you heard of that. That's a, that's a good festival. It's got good vibes to it. 
We've got no money left, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Not after we've travelled up and down the blueing country almost every day. <laughs> <I can> imagine. <laughs> it costs us a fortune. We'll get a couple of free tickets from like our mates and that. They're like, oh, come down, come down. We're like, it's London. Like, you've got to get there. Find somewhere to stay. Yeah, <laughs> we do it, though. Yeah, well, I think we should start it. chipping in for a camper van. I think. <laughs> oh, that would be, yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, then, um, what do you think about the West Calf closing in Middlesbrough? I was just about to bring that up, yeah. It's absolutely awful. Mm. The base camp's gone. Yeah. Where I did my first gig. Oh. An only gig. <laughs> um, and then, and then, and then West, oh, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it because that is such a good venue because Twisterella use that quite a lot, don't they? Yeah. So it's the Middlesbrough music scene is not looking healthy at the moment. Stockton's thriving on the other hand. Yeah. Stockton's absolutely thriving and Middlesbrough is just looking like a sad town at the moment. Obviously, we've got we know some artists that um, are from your neck of the woods, and you know, and they're they're kind of claiming that it's um, the equivalent of like Sheffield's lead mill, and you obviously you know, and they've kind of gone through. Um, everyone's got behind that. Is there? Do you think there's the same appetite, the same feeling for artists and for members of the public to kind of create kind of a movement about that? You know, this closing and this, you know, you know, one after another. I, I think something really needs to needs to happen. Um, I know there's a lot of people that care about. Middlesbrough and, and the music scene there so I'm, I've got no doubt that people will want some answers at what, what's going on because the, if I'm honest I don't feel like our area's been invested in too much or look, looked after the way it should have been by the people that, that should be should be looking after it <laughs> I mean let's face it where else have we got to to hold like a decent gig in Middlesbrough there's, there's barely anywhere left and it's I've been saying this for a while I, I was this music scene is the the music venues in Middlesbrough have, have really like took a hit, and then bass camps closed, West Garth's closed. It's where is actually left. It's going to be places where just for like suitable for cover bands and stuff. It's just going to get really hard hard for um, art for artists to. But we've got Stockton on the other hand, so Stockton's a real positive. We're lucky to have Stockton just right there for artists in Middlesbrough. But it's still so sad to see Middlesbrough take a hit like this. Yeah, I mean, even like Red Car, that it's another place that could be just such a good place for the new music scene. And I think that the only place in Red Car that puts independent bands on is the Halt, and and it's such a shame because there's so much potential in these places, especially places like Red Car, where they have like a really good scene on sort of like a Friday, Saturday, and even a Sunday night. But we just need some more like half decent venues that aren't massive, but that aren't tiny either, that are just like a, a decent size to put a really good gig on. Yeah, yeah, really. And like you say, the, the nightlife in Red Car, if, it, if it's busy, then... And it's alive. Then why could it not be? Yeah, why? Why is it not facilitating more emerging artists? It's. I think it's just people that don't really know what they're doing. To be honest with you, it's not the case for Middlesbrough because West Garth put on some legendary. Yeah. So I think that's a case of the area. The the area's not not looked after establishments like that. Where just that little bit more out of the way, aren't they? They're a little bit further to walk to, and it's the same with base camp. It was just that little bit further out of the way that you know it just wasn't quite 
central enough and I don't just don't think there is anything in that center there's the lovely there's like all the little micro pubs you know like the twisted lip and all that lot along that um, along Baker Street and that yeah but they're just too small to put a big band on they're great for acoustic acts and everything perfect but they're just too small to put a band on yeah, yeah, that's it. That's. Do you remember your first time in in uh, when I took you to Middlesbrough Girls? <laughs> Do you remember when we'd been to see Jen and I took him to the Twisted Lip? Didn't I? That was. Uh... You get that rowdy. <laughs> Not a little. We walked in. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there was just a woman screaming at the guy uh, behind the bar. I won't repeat what she said. And I just said to the girls, welcome to Middlesbrough. <laughs> I'm from Belfast. That was tame. That was tame. <laughs> <laughs> we were just laughing, weren't we? We were just like, oh, God. I keep saying it, but it's just it's sad to see how Middlesbrough gets bashed so much and then how the area doesn't get invested in when it's got so much potential. So I think Middlesbrough in general has always had a bit of an identity crisis because even in the name Middlesbrough, we're, we're, it's, it's called that because we're in between, I don't know, some geography that I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we're called Middlesbrough because we're in the middle of something. Like the whole area's had an identity crisis and then are we Cleveland? Are we Tees Valley? Are we Teesside? Stopped all the time. Are we North Yorkshire? Are we North Yorkshire? <laughs> and then now we're, we're North East. Before we weren't actually we weren't actually included in the northeast, but now we 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 if you ask people of Middlesbrough, they all identify as someone from the northeast. Yeah. But, so it's just a pure identity crisis, and then you've got signs saying that we're a palm. Or like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so somebody needs somebody needs to like. There's so many people that care. Why are they the ones in, in these rooms where decisions are being made? I just don't have a clue. Well, it sounds like you're definitely flying the flag. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. We'll just have to get together and see what we can do to help Middlesbrough, won't we, in the music scene? Oh, well, Shaka, I think we've kept you long enough. <laughs> Would you like to um, choose one of your songs to play us out, please? Ooh, that's, that's always a hard one. I'll, I'll pick Friends. I always, that's a nice song. Oh, and it's friends. dedicated to a friend of mine, yeah, so both are friends. And you've got now four new friends, Shaq. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy. It's been, I've, I've really enjoyed this. I wish I had the same vibes on my show on the first day. It's oh, bring us on. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see ramp it up. Well, the next time you go to a gig in Middlesbrough, then you can come on the show and tell me all about it. Exactly. Yeah, okay. that's, that's if I'm still there. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't merged yet. No, there's going to be anyway. Either way, there'll be somebody that really cares in that position. Do we need this energy on the, on the, the shows, really? Yeah, and I think that's why our listeners like it so much because basically it's just it's four friends who love music and love each other and we just talk shit. Yeah, we get people involved. Can't beat it. <laughs> that, well, thank you very much for having me again. It's been a, it's been a pleasure to speak with you all. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you so thank much. You. And let's okay. have a listen to friends. Yay! <laughs>
there was dark days, I was in a hard place I had to part ways, I was sick of heartache But now I wanna live my life Pedal to the metal and never settle just like a car chase I used to act the rebel like Scarface Now I've rubbed it up a level like Sane Blood in, blood out, streaming like a large vein Dreaming of the life I wanna have, I need to start it Let me tell you what I know about good friends The type that raise you up when it could end The type that have you back when others backed off The ones that put you in track for blast off The type that stands you up in a standoff They're the type that guide your head when your hands drop I'll give you everything like a jackpot And if we don't get it, we can team up to a bang job In the sun rays or the rainfall If you feel pain core, what you feeling shame for Tell me what you aim for, what you change for Tell yourself you will never fail at the same wars Life lessons, write the right message The brightest light shines in the darkest dimensions We're not far from a fine ending From afar, read the lines it said Friends Oh, I get by with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends yeah, I get high with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends Yeah, I get high with my friends I get by with my I used to think I didn't achieve Then I realised all I did was limit beliefs Now I look upon the river and sees Magnificent trees, the power of the sun will help me deliver the peace I live with the blistering heat The history's deep, shrouded in a mystery seat Kim, while the picture was bleak Still we do the victory speech About the way we woke up and start kicking the beast oh, yeah. Friends who listen with patience Quick, not superficial Acquaintances, not those who rip you Make you sick, just those who lift you Make you think to the ones that text me About my day, not the ones that left me To doubt my ways, for the ones accepting me For my past I keep protecting you till you're round my grave You don't need to look behind anymore, let it be Plenty more signs, too many fall energy Let it all shine and you get it all Enemies wanna see me die so I'll never crawl I wanna see you fly till forever more flashbacks Get them all the time when my head is warm I'm heading for a change with a better cause Then I see the sign when I read I saw it said Friends Oh I get by with my friends Oh I get by with my friends Yeah I get high with my friends Get by with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends Yeah, I get high with my friends Oh, I get by with my Cut him out, get him out the picture Running out of time in life I said I miss ya I'm loving every minute that passes by You give me hassle, I lie Crack a smile but still We need people we can turn to People we can count on People that deserve you Cause there's people that will hurt you People that will never be happy Until they learn truth Sun rising, sun shining That sun will make its way to you In the darkest rooms The light will break through The horizon surprising Don't suppose you know the way to you If you follow I'll take you to a place with friends and family To alleviate stress and agony Do you feel pain? Do you have any? Don't become a tragedy, you can speak and live happily We are gonna get there gradually Give back and be at one with the planet We are gonna explore space in the galaxy Then I seen a banner with some lyrics and a hat to read Friends Oh, I get by with my friends Oh, I get by with my friends Yeah, I get high with my friends Get by with my friends. Oh, I get by with my friends. Oh, I get by with my friends. Yeah, I get high with my friends. Oh, I get by with my.